So thank you very, very much for um, your time today. Um, I know we both have the same cause at heart, which is all about in raising awareness of carbon monoxide, especially in the summer where this campaign fits in. And I'd be interested to know how you first became involved in carbon monoxide in the first place. Well, someone who, my mother um, knew, had two sons and they went to university and to get, one was already there, the other joined. They went into a flat together. The second night in the flats, they were cold. They put the heating on and they never woke up. They were both killed by carbon monoxide. And this poor woman, this was her only children and she had no other family. She'd lost all the rest of her family in the war. And that just was an overwhelming tragedy and made me aware and terrified of carbon monoxide. And then some years later, I had a poisoning incident myself, very, very nearly. I was uh, fortunate that I put a gas heater on. It was cold. I put it on. I was sitting there feeling warm and sleepy. And a neighbor knocked the door. Thank goodness. I dread to think what would have happened if the neighbor hadn't knocked the door. So I got up to open the door. And, um, you know, I then realized there was a problem with the fire. Wow. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's such an unknown. You'd have had no reason to think anything other than it was just you being warm and content from being by a fire. And that's why I think campaigning is so important. It is such an unknown, uh, you know, unlike something like, um, say, a house fire where everyone knows to take the right precautions of smoke alarms and like with carbon monoxide, there is still so much work to do. I think that's where campaigns like this and with work, people like yourself, it's so, so important. Obviously, that was probably a winter-esque incident being with gas fires. Yeah. This is a um, this, this interview and podcast is for a summer campaign. What, yeah. Why do you think summer is so important? Because people don't really think of carbon monoxide as a summer problem, I guess. No, it's a huge summer problem. And I fear particularly this year, people are going camping. Uh, they will go on barges and boats. They'll go wherever they can to get away in the open spaces. They don't know the ground rules of safety necessarily thoroughly and at night it gets cold the temperature really drops and if you're in a tent on the ground and you've got small kids you can think oh it's really cold what can we do to warm up well the danger is that people think that a barbecue that they've used earlier on that's still warm giving off heat will warm them or they go and put the gas oven on a little gas stove or whatever where they are in a closed space. Now the barbecue, when it's burning, pours off carbon monoxide and it carries on pouring it off even when it's cold to the touch, even when you think it's cooled right down. So never, never, never take a barbecue, a calagas, anything into a tent with you. Don't have it in a barge with you in a closed space. Always make sure it's thoroughly ventilated because the tragedy is that summer after summer, some people die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think there's that, especially the British weather, you might be having a lovely time outside and the barbecues, you know, all good fun. It's sunny starts to rain. We'll just move this into the awning or we'll move this into our conservatory or we'll take it into the garage. Yes. Absolutely yes. tragic consequences could come from what yeah. is a very innocent, logical kind of thing to think it's raining in this country yeah. we'll just take this is bring it inside for a moment and i think yeah. 
for me, another part, with, I think we think quite differently when we're on holiday. You know, we do things, you know, Yes. You only have to think of, um, you know, I'm not, oh, I've been guilty of it. You know, you might be flying on holiday at an airport and you, it's 10 o'clock in the morning and people decide to have a drink. Have, let's, you know, because it's holiday. You would never do that in normal life. And I think people do that in, in all sorts of scenarios. And you might mistake, you know, that extra drink you've had for, oh, I'm just, a, you know, I've had a little bit of a drink, I'm on holiday. And that headache could be a direct result of carbon monoxide poisoning. I think people think very differently. You're, you're absolutely right, because the other thing that it's well known that happens is people's assessment of risk mm. changes where they're on holiday. So they start to do things which, if they were at home, they would never normally think of doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if it was in the working week, they certainly wouldn't think of doing. And that's why we see so many accidents. But the problem with carbon monoxide is it kills rapidly mm. and it's silent. You've got no warning that it's killing you. Yeah, and I suppose the other piece of advice for me, and I'm, I'm sure you'd agree with, is having that carbon monoxide along with you. It's not an obvious thing to take yeah. camping, but it's such yeah. a small thing. To pop it in your case as you would put in you know, with the summer mentality, people can, you know, in the same way you'd put sun cream on to protect your children's skin from, you know, yeah. burning, just put yeah. a carbon monoxide in the bag whether you're going to an airbnb you're going on a boat you're even going abroad because yeah. some people may still you know you yeah. we obviously at home we take such precautions in terms of we have um, a gas safe registered engineer checking our boilers and so on but do you ever think to check the appliances if you have gone abroad or just an airbnb in this country when did you check that that all those appliances were services they should and it's just well a, yeah yeah you're absolutely right and even if you go and somebody says it's been checked you don't know no. that the person they had check it was really properly qualified and did it properly. So you're quite right. Just put an alarm in your case. Actually, a carbon monoxide alarm isn't much bigger than a deodorant. No. You know? uh, just shove it in the corner of your case. It's smaller than your toilet bag and you've got it there. And then remember to take it out your case yeah. and put it on the side, put it near wherever your head is when you're sleeping and the minute it goes off just get outside don't faff around just get everybody outside in the fresh air yeah i think that's a, a great piece of advice i think there's a, sometimes a a misunderstanding of you know the people get quite hung up on where exactly you should position an alarm in the home for the best protection just have it with you and have it somewhere you're spending most of the time and generally it's sort of um breathing level so if you're in a, a sleeping level it for is. example it is I've, if you're in a tent just you, you'll probably have a bag by your sleeping bag. Mm. Just put it on top of the bag for the night. Yeah. No. Um, and the other awful thing about a lot of holiday accommodation is you don't know what's going on in the adjacent apartment. Yeah, of course. And carbon monoxide can seep through the walls. It can come through the brickwork. And there have been deaths of people where it has done that. It's tracked through the, the wall. So, again... Just take that alarm with you. It's a holiday accessory. Mm. It's like your passport, your ticket, you know, your deodorant, your sun cream, yeah. and your sun hat. I always liken it to a bit like um, putting on your seatbelt. You don't go, you know, into the car intending to have a car accident, but you put your seatbelt on just in case. The same applies. You don't go on a holiday intending to have a carbon monoxide leak, but have it with you. Hopefully, you never have. To, it never does anything. I always think is a, a CO alarm should be one of those purchases that. You never engage with. It should be something you never have. Yes. Obviously, checking batteries and you test it and the like. But it's, it's something you should just have in your life and it should hopefully do nothing more than to be a little bit reassurance yeah. that you know you're safe. Yeah. The other thing I 
think I hope people do with their alarm is write on the alarm in pencil the date that you got it and the date it needs to be changed. Yeah. Because as time goes on over the years, it's easy to forget when you bought it and when you need to get a new one. So when you open the packet, just write on the date in pencil that, that you started using it. But why not buy a new one to go on holiday? They mm. cost not much more. Uh, in fact, not much more than going out for a, um, a little burger or whatever. Oh, well, yeah, probably than that disposal barbecue and that first barbecue on holiday costs no more than that in itself. So, yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. And you have one just as your yeah. holiday kit. You know, it, yeah, it can, it's just, yeah. just standard and put it on your list of things to do. You know, you lock the front door, you make sure you've got your alarm with you. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, well, one thing I'd be really interested to uh, learn from you is um, what your hopes are longer term for carbon monoxide awareness and, and safety in the UK. Obviously, this summer we're really ramping up awareness and we have Carbon Monoxide Awareness Week in November. Yes. And we're, and we're seeing traction and, and year on year more and more people are becoming aware. Where, where do yeah. you see the real hope for the future? Well, we require all homes, all buildings to have fire alarms. Yeah. And we should require all homes, all buildings to have carbon monoxide alarms too. I have a worry that people may feel a bit complacent thinking, well, we're going to be going over to all electric soon or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not going to be for decades. And people will still do things like have wood burning stoves and barbecues. Anything that burns a fossil fuel of any type or wood, anything derived from wood, anything that's got carbon in it can produce carbon monoxide. And the level of carbon monoxide poured off by barbecues is really, really high. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's interesting. I think, yeah, legislation and the need for people to have to building regulations. I mean, a a friend of ours is just having their um, kitchen extension and I, I went to look at it yesterday and I could already see the heat alarm on the ceiling kitchen they didn't think about that process at all the builders just knew they had to have that there to pass the building yeah. regulations and that's the sort of that's where we need to get carbon monoxide i think yes exactly and when we're talking about kitchens and cookers there are some uh ways of cooking where people put tin foil mm. over a gas um a gas hob And that means the gas doesn't burn properly and it pours off carbon monoxide. And if you've got children, their head height is about the height of the gas cooker. So your children will get low-level carbon monoxide poisoning just from that alone. And we know that even low-level exposure is damaging. Yeah, absolutely. And then one other point for me based on this summer specifically is obviously during the the pandemic there may have been less of a a likelihood of people to have engineers in their homes having the services as they should have hopefully that's not the case but I would you know I know we put off you know not um, sort of safety regulation things but we had some things to do around the house that we planned to do but we didn't really want to have workmen in the house so we didn't I just hope that people again having that alarm would just give them that backup if they have delayed they shouldn't delay but delayed having an appliance service when they should Well, we know that there's a backlog with the plant servicing because of COVID. And uh, we also know, of course, that when people feel unwell, they put the heating on, Mm. they put the heating up. So isolated at home, pure servicing, and then we will get colds and things as we start Mm. to go out. 
And of course, there's always the risk of COVID. But whenever you feel well, you put the heating on, you must have an alarm there. You really must. And just cooking in the kitchen, if you're using gas appliances, make sure you've got an alarm and make sure the burners are burning properly. Yeah. And I think one thing, actually, I know we just touched on COVID and I did a piece, um, oh God, it seems the pandemic seems lasted forever. It was actually last March about the potential, before we really knew much about it, the confusion between symptoms of carbon monoxide and, and um, obviously COVID. And I, you know, I had my first jab, well, I think it was probably about two weeks ago now. And I would liken yeah. how I felt afterwards, not dissimilar to what the symptoms of low level CO poisoning was. I just felt really run down, tired, yeah. hungover, not horribly ill, but the same way a low level carbon monoxide poisoning, you'd feel very similar. And that's something that's yeah. obviously an alarm would have told, I knew it wasn't carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. I have alarms in my home, it would have told me otherwise. But lots of people won't yeah. know that. Yeah, absolutely right. And people describe this sort of sense of brain fog, mm, which is exactly what you get with low level carbon monoxide poisoning too. If it's if it's low level, you just feel dizzy and foggy and not right and yeah. a bit headachey and no, absolutely. as you say, it's 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 like flu like. It's like post your jab. Of course, post your jab, it wears off. But good to have the alarm with you just to double check it was your jab, not something going wrong at the same time. Yeah, no, absolutely. Coincidences do happen. Absolutely. No, that's great. Thank you very much. I think we're, I'm excited for this campaign. So we're launching it on the 24th of June. I'm not exactly sure when this um, podcast is being going up, but it'll be in, in and around that time. And I think it's important for us to keep the, the dial turned up on carbon monoxide awareness this summer, especially. And then we'll keep doing it year after year and to the point where hopefully yeah, that, yeah. that that yeah. golden legislation. And, and I think I think that, you know, the final thing that I'd like to say mm. is that I fear that this summer is a higher risk than ever. Yeah. Because people will be going camping for the first time. They'll be staying in venues that they're not used to staying in and they won't be aware of the risks. So they must take that alarm with them. That's a perfect place to end. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you.